Bush and me, baby, we're back again to talk more playoff football. Can't get enough of it. Three more games. Sunday, starting off with my Baltimore Ravens. Going Sunday, into Sunday. Tennessee to take on the Titans. Ravens are favored by three and a half in this game on the road, which surprised a lot of people when it first came out. The other surprising thing is over-unders 55 in this game. Total of the day. Bush, what do you see happening in Tennessee? Well, this is the number one and number two team when it comes uh, and when, when you're talking about the rushing attack, the offensive rushing attack for this games. The thing I'm the thing I'm most excited about is you're going to see the big nasties up front getting after it. You're going to see them getting after it because the Tennessee Titans have rode Derrick Henry all year. This guy has gotten you over two thousand yards. So if it don't if it ain't broke, don't fix it, baby. Look. This is what we're doing. This is what the, the Tennessee Titans do. They find a way to, to move the ball methodically down the field. And the next thing you know, Derrick Henry wears you out. And bam, he'll bust a 30, a 40, a 50 yard run. I've seen the guy bust two 90 plus yard runs. He's an exciting player. But then you look at the Ravens and they have the same kind of rushing attack, but you don't know who's going to have the ball and you don't know who's going to have a big game. They have two or three running backs that can get it done. And you got a quarterback in Lamar Jackson that can run all over the field. But this is uh this is a statement game for Lamar Jackson. Okay. This is a statement game. This is the opportunity for him to shut a lot of people up. It's playoff time. And this is his opportunity to put the team on his back and, and like I said, shut these people up and go out here and put your best foot forward and let's find a way to lead this team to a victory. Uh, you know, the Ravens kind of had an up and down year, but they ended it the right way and they put a lot of wins together and they're playing overall better. Ravens are hot right now. They're clicking on all cylinders. They yeah. won five in a row. Um, like you said, this is a big statement game for Lamar. He's 0-2 in the playoffs. He never won a bowl game at Louisville. He's got that um, persona that he can't win the big game, right? He can't beat Kansas City. This is a big game for him, but this is a big game for this team who have gone have lost their first playoff game in the past two years as well. Went into the playoffs with big expectations and got sent home. Now they're playing on the road, too, to top it all off in this revenge game. Um, but I think this year's a little different. And I know I'm a homer, and you're going to say, oh, why, yeah, yeah. We got Calais Campbell. We got Derek Wolf, who's pissed off that he says he gave up that touchdown earlier in the season in overtime to Derek Henry to win that game. These guys are fired up. I think this game isn't even going to be close. It's going to be high scoring. They're saying 55 points. Like you said, Lamar needs this game. Key stat here, remember this. The Ravens are 10-2 and two this year when they score a touchdown in the first quarter. They're 1-3 when they don't score in the first quarter. And what that tells us is, like everybody says, they're not really built to come back, so they got to put points up early. I think they're going to. I think they're going to be 11-2 and two when they score in the first quarter. I'm taking the Ravens big here. They're going to win by double digits. Um, I agree with you. This this game is going to come down to which defense can execute their plan better. Okay. Are the Ravens going to show up? Because they've been not Raven-like when it comes to defense this year when you're talking about the run, when you're talking about defending the run game. They haven't been that top five run defending team like you would see in the past. They, you know, they're giving up four and a half yards per carry. You know, that's not what we're used to seeing. 
But let's look at the other side. The Tennessee Titans, out of all the playoff teams, they have the worst defense. They can't get after the passer, the passer all that well. I think this is an opportunity for the Ravens to capitalize on the Titans' weakness and understand what they're really great at and put a great plan in place to take care of Derrick Henry. But also, this is going to be it's, – it's Tannehill. Tannehill's the X factor. You know, he has two explosive receivers on the edge. And like I've said in the past on my social media, between Ryan Tannehill and, and Russell Wilson, they throw two of the best deep balls I've seen this season. Okay, so – but the matchup with the Ravens defense against these receivers, I like it. I like the matchup when you're talking Ravens defense against these receivers. I'm going Baltimore Ravens, man. I think Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens shut a lot of people up. Let's go. Ingram's going to score too. You heard it here first. Everybody's talking about. Um, they, they better they better dress my dog, man. Stop playing. Going to dress dog. him and he going to score. He needs to get Let's in. Let's get it. Let's go, Let's Ravens. Game two. Now this we're gonna call the Bushrod Bowl. Ooh, we got man. the Chicago Bears <laughs> going into New Orleans and taking on the Saints. These two teams played earlier this year in a in a tight matchup, twenty three to twenty, I think it was. Saints mm -hmm. are favored by nine and a half in this one. It's a lot of points. Over unders at forty seven and a half. It's right in the middle there. I'm gonna leave this one to you. The floor is yours. You played for both teams. You know both cities. You know both fan bases. One of them might be pissed off with you in about a minute and 30 seconds here, but go ahead. The floor is yours. I'm going to look at this in a total unbiased way. <laughs> okay. You know where I lean uh, when it comes to my former teams. But when I sit back and I look at everything, this Saints team that played, that went into Chicago and played this team earlier in the season, this is not the same team. That team earlier, they were pretty solid. Drew had a good game when you sit back and you look at the numbers but their defense is what kept this game close. They continue to give up the big play on the back end, and that is very uncharacteristic of the New Orleans Saints and their DBs and type of talent that they have on the back end. But over the last, over the last second half of the season, they've done a tremendous job of playing better together and making sure that they get back to that Saints defense that they've had early on in the season and later in the season and they are kind of hitting their stride. They're getting after the passer. They're top five defense in pretty much all categories except, except for one, I believe, and I think they're six in that one. Um, their offense, I mean, come on, man. You, you know who they're getting back. They're getting Mike Thomas back. Jared Cook, just like last season, is having a, a better second half than he had first half. Emmanuel Sanders is getting his catches. Um, they're getting Deontay Harris back. When you're talking punt returns and kick returns, um, their defense is healthy. They're, like I said, they're getting after it pretty well. Their offensive line, though, for the New Orleans Saints have been very have been very impressive, starting with that left tackle, Teron Armstead. He is playing some of the best ball that I think is being played by left tackle all, all NFL season. He's playing his ass off. Um, and I'll be honest with you, the Bears, it's not the, it's not the, the usual Chicago Bears defense that you see. They're dominant in some aspects, but then when you get them in nickel and run the ball, there's a lot of holes in there. You know, there's a lot of opportunities for the Saints. And I think they're going to run this ball. I think they're going to pass the ball. Um, the only way that this game doesn't get, it, 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 the only way that this game is close and, and they're not in favor of the Saints, you got you to gotta take care of the ball. You got to run the ball. And you can't let Khalil Mack and Robert Quinn have a duck. I'm going Saints. You know what I'm doing. 
I don't know about the nine and a half. Of course we knew that. I don't I don't know about the nine and a half, but that's a lot of points when it comes to a playoff game. But and and, and for the Bears, it's up to Trubisky. What Trubisky are we gonna see? And is David Montgomery gonna have the same success that he's had the last seven games of the season against the Chicago Bears? The thing that they do do that's pretty decent though, me, they run the ball outside pretty well. That messed with the with the New Orleans Saints last year. If you can remember, Dalvin Cook went up and down the field when you're talking about uh, running the ball on the Saints defense in the playoffs. I hope we don't have another one of those. I'm going to be in the Superdome for the game. I'll be one of the uh, me me and Bushy Jr. are going to be one of the three thousand that they let in. So uh, there you it go. Don't even matter. It, it don't even matter to me, man. Look, I'm, I think the Saints are the better team. But if something crazy end up happening, the Bears beat them. Shit, I'm still happy. So it's revenge. It's revenge day. Then we got Lamar and the Ravens revenging Tennessee. Yeah. We got the Saints revenging their loss in the playoffs last year. I just think this is um, this Saints team's on a mission, similar to the Ravens. Um, Breeze, this could be his last year, right? That's everything says he's. Course. Everything says he's going to NBC next year. I think he's going to be extra motivated. Like he's always been good, but he's going to be extra motivated. I think the Saints are just a better team here. Not like you said, nine and a half is a lot of points, especially for a playoff game. So initially, my mind was going take the points because anything can happen. You know, Saints could be up seventeen the whole game, and then the Bears come in and get a backdoor cover. I just think this Saints team is going to make a run in the playoffs, and I think they're going to make a statement in this game. I don't think this Bears team is good enough to hang with them. I'm taking the Saints and laying the nine and a half in this one. Mm. I think they're going to win by a fourteen to twenty-one. Uh, I told look, I listen. I totally agree. I totally agree. Unless Mitchell Trubisky plays out of his mind, and that Bears defense ramps it up a little bit because we haven't seen the same Bears defense like you've seen last year. Now, if it was last year's Bears defense, then you can start to worry a little bit. But I really feel like there's way too many offensive weapons. And I think, like you said, Drew's going to be super motivated, super focused. Uh, I think it's going to be a rough day for the Bears in the Superdome. Luckily, there's no fans. Except for you. Except for so me. I can, I can put my money on the Saints. And if the Bears come and not beat them, but cover the spread, I can say, well, you know, they played tough today. I can't put my money on the Bears and watch the Saints run up and down the field on them and go, what was I thinking? Right. Exactly. Because it, it, it could get ugly. or It could get ugly. Ugly. Yeah, we're going to see. All right. All right. So I'm taking the Saints. Last the game. nightcap. The nightcap. Little nightcap for you. Mm-hmm. The, it's a rematch of last week. Browns and Steelers. Steelers are favored by six points. This one's going to be in Pittsburgh, though. Steelers are favored by six. Over-unders, 47. Browns are dealing with some COVID issues. They're not going to have their head coach. They're not going to have a couple guys on defense. Still, it's going to be Cleveland and Pittsburgh, the old rivalry. What do you got, Bush? For this winter, um, I believe I'm, I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. In this one, I just feel like they have too much going on. I feel like you, like you already you already talked about it. The Browns have COVID issues. Their head coach is not going to be there. One of their best uh, offensive linemen is not going to be there. Um, this game is going to be on Baker Mayfield, and honestly. If they want to have, if they want to keep this game close and the opportunity to win it, it's going to be up to the big guys up front. The Steelers blitz third most on defense on the defensive side of the ball. They blitz third most in the NFL. Now that can be a good thing and that can be a bad thing. Okay, it's a good thing if you're getting after the quarterback, which they did a tremendous job, or if you're having TFLs, um, you know, making stops on runs 
is in the backfield. That can be great, but it can be bad. It can come back and bite you in your ass if the Cleveland Browns offensive line are all playing together on the run and the pass to pick up the blitzes to give Baker enough op- enough of an opportunity to get the ball down the field because when you blitz a lot more a lot more defenders, you do have the um, opportunity to catch the defense playing man to man. You can get some over the head throws on the defense. You do have that opportunity. Or Nick Chubb and um, what's the other running back? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt had the opportunity to hit big plays if the offensive line, the tight ends, and the receivers are all in sync when it comes to the running game. But I just believe in my heart that Ben Roethlisberger and his playoff experience and Mike Tomlin and his playoff experience are going to be too much for the Cleveland Browns. I just think they have too much going for them. This season would be uh, a waste if the Pittsburgh Steelers cannot beat the Cleveland Browns. I'm going Pittsburgh. Not a bad pick there. Um, when I thought about this game, you know, both these teams know each other. They played twice already this season. And I thought in my head, this is going to come down to execution and game planning. And that sounds so much like John Madden. Like, if they want to win the game, they just got to score more points than the other team. Like, But I think that's what it's going to come down to. I think they both know each other, right? They know their tendencies. They know personnel. They know what's going to happen. But it's going to come down to execution. Who's going to execute? And even when the other team knows what you're doing, who's going to make the big plays and who's going to game plan to have those one or two plays in the game that's going to change this game? Because I think it's going to be low scoring, close. Um, And I just think that's going to be Pittsburgh. Like you said, Cleveland has enough trouble winning a playoff game without all these extra um, things against them. It's the first time they've been in the playoffs since 2002. Yeah. So like you just said, experience. I think that's going to top this game. Plus, Cleveland's two and six on the road against the spread this year. This team right here, I think they have their hands full. Um, and I'm going Steelers, twenty-four to sixteen. That's solid. That's solid. I gave you the Steelers as well. Just like you said, Baker Mayfield is going to have to have his best game of the season. And I just think experience is going to win this game. Uh, you know, Big Ben, he's used to being in the playoffs. Mike Tomlin, he's been in the playoffs a good amount, and. Um, it's a hell of a story. You know, the Cleveland Browns won 11 games. When's the last time they've done that? They didn't they haven't made the playoffs since 2002. That's a hell of a of a of an accomplishment. You know, let's be real. And they had opportunities to win more games than that. They were only one loss Very behind true. the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're one loss behind the Pittsburgh Steelers. They didn't just squeak their way in, you know, like Washington football team going 7 and 9. They won 11 <laughs> games. Like they played good football. But I don't think it's going to be enough. I think the Steelers are going to come out on top, uh, just because they played really kind of dominant all year. They had a they had a few weeks where they didn't they played out of character, but this is an opportunity for get on for them to get on track. And just like the Saints, and we were talking about a game earlier, I forget which one it is. These are uh, the Tampa Bay game. These are statement games. These are teams you know we're supposed to be in the playoffs, and they have to get there and they have to dominate these teams because they are better than them. Just don't make it close. There you go. So hopefully it's a great day in Baltimore. You and Bushy have fun out there in New Orleans. Hopefully it's another quick victory there. And then we're we're both on the Steelers at night. So enjoy the games, guys. We're back. We'll see you guys next week.